Well, hello everybody, and welcome back to the Stabbed Ego Project, where every single week discuss ego, enlightenment, and other cool shit. Now, before I introduce uh, my guest this morning, uh, just a quick one. Thank you uh, for all you peeps that have been sharing my podcast on your stories, on your social accounts, and leaving reviews, and just sharing the love in general, and, and getting people on board for the for the um, for the podcast. It's, it's growing rapidly, which is really cool. And I really thank you for. I'm extremely grateful for all of that. So, thank you, my peeps. And so, this person who I'm about to introduce, she's my best friend. I actually know that I called Felicity in my last interview my best friend. I'm a bit of a best friend whore. <laughs> uh, she's my best friend, uh, ex-business partner, and she's also my ex-wife. <laughs> so, uh, Jade. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Jade Kennedy still, I believe. That's yes. right. Yes, still Jade Kennedy. So she's actually still uh, officially my my wife, but on paper, but we've been separated for three years. So. Uh, are you nervous? I am actually. I'm really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> what are you nervous about? I don't know. I guess, you know, um, we've always been really open about our situation. Let's just call it that. Yeah, and um, Good to, I guess, put it out there to the world, um, which we've done a few times, but uh, speaking it feels, feels really different, you know? Yeah. And, and now when Jade talks about our situation, so what we, the, there could be a thousand different topics that Jade and I could speak on. We bounce off each other pretty well and, and we're we're on the same frequency with our ideas, our thoughts, our spirituality, our emotions. So we could bounce around and talk about a, a heap of things and I'm going to get Jade back on different episodes. But this, this episode is going to, when she talks about our situation, so this week's episode is going to be on our relationship uh, being that even though we've separated as husband and wife, we are still best friends and we get along, we, we get along like, <laughs> yeah, like exactly that, best friends. And, and people spin out about that. And so that's what today's episode is going to be about, what happened in our relationship, like how we got to the point where even though we're on the same frequency and, and the same beliefs about everything and this, even ate the same foods and all this sort of stuff, and on the outside, we were the perfect couple. Even on the inside, like we were, everything was great. We were the perfect couple. But how did we get to the stage where we separated as husband and wife? And, and then further from that, how we became best friends and, and maintained that relationship and something that we still build on. So uh, that's a, just a, our situation <laughs> amongst a thousand of other things. So... Jade being interviewed, I'll, I'll shut up for a second. So Jade, um, let's start, like, for us to get to this, obviously, this situation where we are now, the the, the current state, tell us a bit about your upbringing, just, just briefly. I know this morning, when before we're doing the, the podcast, Jade <laughs> said, don't ask about my upbringing. I don't want to tell too many people about my stuff, but unlucky, you got to. Okay, so um, I guess for me, I didn't really um, have... I guess like your your standard upbringing I would say who does that right um yeah exactly exactly um but there were a lot of lessons in that upbringing um you know I my biological father which I really don't have anything to do with um and and not that you know I've got any negativity towards him actually I I don't um I really care for him and I love him in that fatherly you know way even though we've never really had a relationship I just I empathize with his situation a lot he's a he was a a big drug addict um and into like heavy drugs and it basically you know ruined my parents relationship when I was really young he was on heroin correct yeah yep yeah um and um yeah basically kind of I guess 
destroyed our family uh, when, you know, my brother and I were quite young. How old were you? Um, I believe I was about three when um, my parents, two or three, when my parents separated. Um, so, so this is so this is like early young. stages, yeah. So this is yeah, like yeah. this is like you, open mind, like fresh as taken in environment, looking around, getting your ideas on life and relationships and people. Yeah, correct? yeah, definitely. Do you remember much from that? Um, I don't, you know, but I. From memory, you know, mum, um, you know, growing up as I was getting um, older into my teens and stuff, mum protected uh, a lot of that kind of stuff from us. So it wasn't really talked about all that much, although she did go through a lot. And again, not, you know, um, anything to do with my dad because he was, my mum always said he was never, ever a bad person. He just got mixed up in the wrong things and that's what killed their relationships. Their relationship, they were high school sweethearts but um and they had so much love for each other but drugs just ruined everything so yeah so from so um, what do you so you, you just jumped to to your teens so what do you remember from from being three or four do you remember your dad um no i don't remember my dad um being kind of living with my dad or anything like that i don't remember any of that sort of stuff i have like little glimpses here and there of kind of things that happened in the house and i know that you know, um, <laughs> there were a few crazy times. I do remember that. Um, yeah, but I don't remember when I was, you know, three, three to five, really. Okay, cool. So dad left what two, two or three? You, uh, three, three or four, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And yep. then, and what happened from there? So your mum stayed single, or what'd she do? Um, so yeah, mum was single. She worked her ass off. Um, she was an absolute soldier on so many levels. Um, and um, you know, we we never really suffered. Um, from that being, you know, being younger, we always had money. Um, mum always worked really hard. She owned a house. Um, she was amazing. Um, and so we, then she met my, my stepdad when we were, when I was five. Um, and yeah, things changed up again. Cool. Okay. So stepdad was, how how long was stepdad around for? So what happened there? 20 years. It's a big chunk of my life. He was he was basically like um, you know my uh, my my dad really. All right. Yeah. Now I I know what's happened. I know, I know for our listeners. So fast forward to I know this is sort of maybe what you what you were trying to avoid, <laughs> but fast forward to um, to what happened with uh, your mum and stepdad. Yeah. Thanks, Luke. That's um, okay. <laughs> So yeah, so I was uh, probably about, I think it was about 24, 25. And you were like full legit family, right? Like, you... Yeah, like, you know, mum and my stepdad, they used to have like their, their blow-ups and they used to argue oh, for and sure. stuff. And, yeah, that... um, their relationship didn't always seem great, but, um, you know, it was it was a family, family set up, you know? Yep, cool. Yeah. Okay, so what happened? Um, so when I was about 25, I think it was, mum was, um, diagnosed with breast cancer and, um, yeah, everything got pretty heavy from there. Yeah. Um, you know, within, uh, a couple of years and going through like, uh, probably actually the first year going through, uh, the treatment that she needed to go through and just obviously all of the emotional shit as well. Like that was so heavy yeah. for everyone involved. Um, and it also put a lot of strain on the relationship that was already kind of strained um, with my parents. And, um, yeah, I, I don't, it's funny, like thinking back to those times, um, I, you, you don't really remember a lot, yeah. in, like, you know, traumatic times, yeah, but just big picture stuff, eh? big picture stuff. But, uh, a lot of it was, 
my my stepdad basically came down to uh, my stepdad meeting somebody else and he essentially <laughs> moved into a whole new relationship and he was gone for my life. Okay. Um, yeah, pretty quickly. Okay, so heavy times. Yeah, really heavy times actually. Okay, and so your mum was going through chemo during this stage as well? She just finished chemo, she just finished radiation and... Yeah, and it all happened not long after that. Uh, personally, what's going on in your life, uh, relationship-wise, during this stage? <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, thank you for that. Okay. Um, so this is obviously not scripted, so we're just kind of answering just as we go. Sure. That's what I like to do. <laughs> Which I like it too, but um, yeah. Watch your arms, by the way. They're being a pain in the ass. Okay, keep me away. <laughs> so yeah, relationship. I'm single. And no, 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 not now. Oh. Not now, you dickhead. When? So back then, because I, I said during this stage, I didn't mean like this stage right here. Oh, I meant right. I meant this stage <laughs> while your mum was going through back then. So live in the story. We're in the story. So okay, this stage I'm is... nervous. All right. Give me a break. All right. Stop being an asshole. So what are you doing during this stage? So... Tarting around? <laughs> no. Doing your best? I was, I was in a what I thought was a stable relationship back then, but it was absolute chaos. So I was with this guy that I was completely, well, I thought I was completely in love with, um, but it was just one of those absolute drama-fueled relationships, and we were both, I guess, we both contributed to that yeah. heavily. Yeah. Um, and taking, some, taking some responsibility. That's not like you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we just used to go out on, like, drug-fueled benders, and we were, you know, every festival possible we would go to and we were just going out all the time and yeah I mean the psychological side of that yeah. you know in a in an already unstable um fueled relationship okay cool so so a lot of turmoil a lot of drama and did, were, was this reflecting in a lot of your relationships during that stage drama fights yeah I guess so yeah. like yeah thinking back yeah all right now and so to get to how we met and, and how we got into our relationship, it was pretty much the same script for me. You know, I had a relationship for, for about five, six years, I think. Uh, a lot of fights, a lot of drama. It was young love that turned into young adult love, which turned into young adult hate, you know. And we are just sort of fighting all the time and drama. And I was cheating on her. She was cheating on me. And getting free of that, that's when I sort of cleaned my life up and, and went on this bit of a personal development journey and, and turned things around and, and stopped attracting some drama into my life. And we met at col at personal training college in 2010, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, 2010. 2010. So it was the start of 2010. You just turned 32, I think? 30. 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get that's that right. right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fuck you, old. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay, cool. You turned 30. And I was 24. 24, yeah, and and I remember like so personal training college. So you've just you'd just broken up with that guy, right? Yeah, I was very newly single. Yeah, newly single. And I I I had a couple of relationships here and there after that pretty heavy one, but I was just I was single as well, and just sort of living, just trying to better myself in in every area. That's why I started the personal training course, right? And so, why do you think you know? I uh, why do you think? We attracted each other into our lives. What, what, how do you think we, we started in, in our relationship and why, besides my good looks? <laughs> and mine. <laughs> yeah. um, During this stage, by the way, I was, remember I was extremely... Like, I'd, you were so different. I was, so, I was sit by myself. So yeah. Wouldn't speak to you. I was so shy, socially yeah. awkward. 
um, nervous and and I you know I was, you were remember, at the front of the class I was at the front of the class the in the corner by myself yeah not speaking to anyone mm. right and so I was I was still trying to find myself obviously and, and trying to get my confidence out and stuff like that like I was I was still confident around my around my boys and 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 You're I had confident in your own environment yeah exactly exactly yeah. but throw me in somewhere where I thought people were smarter than me or whatever I was still and or I just couldn't be I just was this extremely awkward person so how do you what happened with us. <laughs> uh, you got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it turned um, out great. <laughs> so, so basically, I think uh, we just crossed paths because, um, obviously, being in the same class, but we there was like a positivity element from both of us, wasn't there? Like, even yeah. we became friends on Facebook, and I think that that just kind of. When you don't really know someone that well, though, it can still give you a, a, an overview of what that person's like. Mm. And all of the stuff that you're posting and I was posting and we just resonated with each other yeah, so true, much about true, it. True. I think we're both still going through, like, you know, we're doing a lot of personal development. Yep. And, yeah, we just started Like reading and connect. Yeah, reading. Yeah. And, and, yeah, you're right. Like, I was posting, I was trying to find my way as this positive person because I knew, you know, I was, I was dropping that... that that ego based like oh trying to and dropping that that macho image trying to and started posting some positive stuff and so are you and I think we started liking each other's stuff and I was like fuck she's keen and (laughs) (laughs) and yeah I remember we're talking every now and again and I uh, how did it start um you passed me that letter in class i think it was <laughs> no Hello. not at all um actually this is even more lame somebody in the class told me that somebody else liked me in oh, the that's class. right that's right <laughs> gay matey like, yeah the only guy the guy i hung out with was this gay guy at the front he was cool as hell he was my comfort my <laughs> he was the only guy that would uh, that would talk to me and i could just chill out with and I told him and of course he ran behind my back and told her <laughs> yeah so and that's pretty that much that got things started alright cool and and you know pretty like we we so obviously started seeing each other started hanging out started dating and and you started having the best sex of your life and oh, <laughs> <laughs> let's not even talk about that that's yeah, too yeah, yeah. alright right. <laughs> so so we started seeing each other and things things got off to, to a pretty big start because I think, yeah, and and you know, again, what, what what do you think about this? But it was because all of a sudden things were easy. Yeah, it was like that for me. Looking back, you can always kind of look back and kind of dissect things. But when I look back, our our initial love um, was so easy. Everything just was it. Love? Felt- do you think? Yeah, I you know I think there's love on all different levels, and I think yeah, our nice. love may was never the crazy love, which is why you know we <laughs> don't don't don't, ru- don't ruin the don't you get into the end too quick. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Story of my life. So yeah, it was easy, wasn't it? Yep. You know, we just we were similar. We had similar, you know things that we wanted to do, places we wanted to hang out. We're both going through our our personal development journey. Yeah, so true. there was so much, so many things that we had in common that we were just like on that same frequency. Yeah, true. Very true. So we're both coming out of craziness and we both knew that we didn't want that life anymore. That's what I kind of look back. That's right. Not even craziness because craziness, elements of craziness is, is 
amazing, but it, it was passion, a pa- uh, uh, chaos though, don't you think? And yeah, drama, yeah, we were yeah. With those other, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And our relationship it was just like this, this instant connection where we, where we talk about spirituality and even do different things that recommend each other books, and it was just like, wow, like this is it. And and we were having like sex regularly as well. Like sex was great at, yeah. at the start; everything was going really good, and we had this, yeah, and. And me being a bit of an extremist, I think, or me knowing what I wanted out of life, like uh, all I wanted was a, a beautiful girl to get me away from the, the, the drama and just live and, and grow, you know, and, and I found that in you. And and that's why it was only a few months in, I think, that's that's when I, when I proposed, right? Six months. Six months in, I proposed. And because that's perfect, like someone that's going to grow with me, someone that's, you know, everything's going perfect, everything's going great. And I proposed, and actually, I remember on my way <laughs> to get. <laughs> I remember. I know what you're going to say. I won't use the word that I use because some viewers will, will will brush me for that, but some listeners or viewers, whatever listeners. But I was on my way to buy the engagement ring, and Jade calls me up, and she goes, "Look, I, I really need to speak to you about something." <laughs> okay, here we go. And she said, "Look, I know you're getting into spirituality." And you love your spirituality and you love all this sort of stuff. She, and, but she goes, I really need you to, to get into your emotional intelligence. And your, 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 look, I've given you Anthony Robbins, uh, downloaded this stuff onto your phone. And I really need you to start really getting into it. And me being at this stage of my life where, you know, I'm still stuck in ego, still trying to, to find my way. It was like this big uppercut to my to my macho image, to, to, to my identity, right? Like, who's this person telling me what to, I'm not good enough. And so she goes, I, I really want to grow in a relationship with somebody and I'll, I need you to, to commit to personal development. And I, and I said to her on the phone, <laughs> I used a different word, but anyways, I said, so what? So I can be a bitch like you? And I hung up and and that was just my reactive, you know, me being, you know, being in a, in a, in my past dramatic relationships, whenever somebody would try to give me feedback, it was, it was an attack on me. So I'd defend or I'd attack back. And again, I use a different word. It was a pretty heavy word. And it, was, it was way more funny, the other word. Yeah. Okay. okay. There's profanity, but then that that's yeah, like the profanity of the profanity. And, and that, that, that moment there though, I, was, I remember sitting on the train, I was like going past Eskinville and that moment right there when I, when I said that and it exploded, I, I think I had, and I was on the way to the city to get this to get this engagement ring. It was a big moment for me because it made me realize, hang on a second, that's that's Luke of the past. That's Luke who can't take feedback. That's that's Luke who reacts and and stuck in 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 reaction and drama and and I think that there was a like a big eye opener for me. And I, I, I'm pretty sure I called you back pretty soon. Like I was going through the tunnel and back then you couldn't. There was no reception in the tunnel. I'm like shit, I've got to call it back. And when I got out of town hall, I called you back and I apologize and and. Whatever. I think it was as well as a bit of a shot to me because I was on my way to get an engagement ring and you're telling me I'm not good yeah, enough. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. I feel like I wasn't good enough. Yeah. You know, I think I was spending like four and a half grand and that, that for me back then was like four and a half million, right? <laughs> Can I just uh, jump in though? And yeah, please. Say, this is your interview. <laughs> because I don't want people to think I'm an asshole. No. But that you... conversation that we were having was obviously for some reason. It wasn't just me calling you up going, hey, buddy. Yeah, I know. There was, there was, <laughs> it was, there was obviously like... Uh, some stuff leading up to that, but, but she, yeah, she she wanted me to to develop as a person emotionally, and 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 you have to do that in relationships, don't you think? Yeah, Definitely. well, you have to do that in life. Definitely. And I, I even mean being because you were a bit more progressive for me then, 
in personal development. I was. It's funny. I introduced you more to spirituality. You, you introduced me more to business, personal, emotional intelligence, sort of stuff. Right. Yeah, we sort of fit in perfectly. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, for me to be told I'm not good enough back then, I was just yeah, it was just a big shock. It was just like. But it was it was a big eye opener for me for, for me to realize that yeah okay I obviously do need this stuff and leading up to that you're trying to get me into it do you remember you're yes. tr- you're trying Luke you've got it you know you I was just starting out with my personal training and and Luke you you want to be good you've got to get really get into this sort commit. of stuff commit to this stuff even the sales training even you know you just got to get a, get into everything otherwise we're not going to progress you're not going to progress and and obviously you won't progress as in in a relationship together right mm-hmm. yeah cool so uh, the next day. Was when I proposed, right? So the next day I proposed. Anyways, you don't guys don't need to hear that the, the bloody cringe details to that. So I proposed, <laughs> and then even you know during this stage, so it was like six months in, and and just to be just to be candid and, and completely open, sex started started falling away during this stage. Yeah, our chemistry was always different, wasn't it? We, yeah, we're great like that. We can really analyze things and be so open and honest with each other. And we never had that. That we always had good sex, but we didn't have that crazy. Yeah, you know, Want to rip yeah. each other's clothes off sex? It's yeah. never been a thing for us. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So yeah, getting to that six month mark, things had already started to change a little bit. But our our relationship in terms of had gotten stronger. Like our friendship had gotten stronger. Um, friendship yeah friendship that's yeah. right yeah. yeah yeah and and it was even when even when like i was like we can work always work the sex isn't that important because i was going i'm going through mm-hmm. my spirituality stage at this this point as well and so are you like it's like okay sex isn't a big deal it's okay we can work around that it's not it's not a big deal you know and and so we lost that passion we did we lost that passion for each other and like and then even weeks would go by without us having sex, right? Yes. And even kissing. Yes. That's right. it, yeah. it even felt a bit like, got to a stage where it felt a bit funny. It was awkward. It was awkward. Like, <laughs> what the fuck were we doing? So then we got married. Because <laughs> that makes everything <laughs> yeah, better. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'll sort everything out. And I think, you know, talking about that though, I think, you know, throughout relationships and throughout life and it, we're talking about relationships today, you know, we can become boyfriend, girlfriend, somebody becomes boyfriend, girlfriend, right? And it gets to that six month mark, whatever, where it's passionate and then all of a sudden starts dropping off. Okay, what should we do? Okay, I'll link, we'll get engaged. That'll sort everything out, right? Okay, th- okay, that's something to look forward to. We'll get engaged. Yeah, yeah, everything's happy. Okay, then we're engaged. Okay, you know, start, shit's starting to get rubbish again. Okay, wait till we get married. When we get married, everything's going to be cool. And then, okay, wedding day, fuck, how good's life? Okay, honeymoon. Okay, okay, shit's starting to go down. We're not having sex. Bang, let's have a kid. And it's always chasing that next chapter to, to try to be fulfilled in, in, in anything in life and especially relationships. But if you really boil things down, if you really have a look at it and, and sit back and go, hang on a second, if it's not working at this stage, it's not going to work at the next. Yeah. And I think we all look, we're all looking for the next day. And even during this time as well, like it's funny with the with the with the kid with kids like i don't know why we didn't have kids like it was it was obviously you have to have sex but <laughs> but it was like it was like deep down i think we knew like it wasn't it wasn't going to be forever what do you think yeah i think I, i've never been somebody that's been uh, super what's the word nocturnal yeah <laughs> did you say nocturnal what is it maternal um <laughs> 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 uh, Right. Is nocturnal you stay up at night? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not that either. You go to bed pretty early. 
Keep going. What was the question? I can't remember. <laughs> um, sex and kids. Uh, kids, yeah. Why didn't we have kids? Uh, I've never been somebody that's... We didn't even have sex on our wedding night. No, we didn't. We didn't, but it was way before that. But yeah, there yeah, were well, always there were always signs that we kind of never paid attention to because we had so many other things that were amazing. Yeah, true, and people, very true. People coach you into believing that that's what marriage is like. It's okay for that sort of stuff to subside. And I was like, you know what? When you're married for two years, it's. I'm sorry, it's not. It was under two years. We're married. We, we no, we separated. I think it was three. Yeah, years. yeah, but during that stage, like there was, yeah. there, was, there was, I think we had sex like once in a year. Yeah, yeah. During that time. And, and you know, and... and There's but we, more to that, but yes. We'll and we, get into that. But what's, what, <laughs> you know, after mum and... Ah, oh, that's and, right. Yeah, 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 sorry. So, let's... Yeah, so... And during this stage, I think, you know, why our passion sort of... Like, you can you can think of a few different... Maybe maybe it wasn't like a, an, a, a, a complete passion thing because it was just... We'll, was just both searching for advancement in uh, spirituality and, and emotional intelligence, and we found that in each other, or maybe because it was the stress of, of money stress that we're going through, maybe it was stuff with your mum that we're going like. Mm. So we we had some during this time as well, like we had some some heavy times. We did. Like yeah. it was, we started we started a, a business together. Well, I started the business together with no money, like, and and I'm going to leave the much about punchies what's happened with punchies with another episode it's going to be a big one but but just we started this 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 business together with no money and we had some ba- massive financial stress during this stage like we had no we nearly went bankrupt uh, a couple times we had it was it was a heavy time like we were kicked out of our premises and during this stage as well your, your mum had cancer right it, yeah, it came back third time she had cancer yeah yeah so it wasn't and then then she passed away as well so that was that was heavy too, wasn't it? Yeah. So Jay's mum moved in with us for a while, and it was we didn't know it at the time, but it was at towards the end of end of her life, and and yeah, her living with us, and then going and then going going to move in with her sister, and then she had a a fall at at work and broke her femur, and then she was put in the hospital, and and they realised the cancer had spread throughout her body. And yeah, we were we were in there obviously with her, and just just during that stage, you know, was, and while all this is happening, sitting in 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 like Calvary with her mum, behind scenes, our our business was about to go bankrupt, and we're scrambling around to get money to pay our pay <laughs> pay our staff money just to get and pay super, and I remember we. It was a crazy time. It was heavy. Yeah, it was really heavy. Like we were in, in like Jay's mum was unconscious at this stage, I believe, and and we we're just together. And I'm, I remember leaving the room, and Jay sort of looking at me and just saying, "Is she like fuck?" It was just, it was a heavy stage. Like asking if she was, she thinks that she's not going to make it, and at that stage she wasn't. And and while all this is going on, we're getting calls from the gym and and, and financial advisors and telling us that we're going to we're about to go bust and we need to get some money together for super otherwise we might get get in trouble like by the law and and it was just all heavy stage like we had no money and our mum was dying and our our relationship and i think that's you know obviously there was a lot of stress on our on our relationship and our passion for each other but we grew but we grew even stronger together as as like a connection we did and i think you know looking back to all those moments and um if we had 
I, you know, I believe this is very selfish of me, but I believe that you were there for me during that period of my life because it was one of the hardest things that I've ever gone through, um, is having to go through something like that. And I don't think that, yeah, I wouldn't have been, I would have been able to go through that without you, like right by my side. So I feel like, you know, we always talk about everything in life happens for a reason. And, um, yeah, I really believe that that, that was there you know obviously we met for our our best friendship that I have now I know I'm skipping towards the end but <laughs> but that's where I I look at that time and think gosh that was so rough but yeah we were there for each other for a reason and you you were actually with my mum when she died yeah you were sitting next to her yeah so it's sleep. Jade and I, Jade's mum and I we had a <laughs> an interesting relationship um for <laughs> during during our time the whole time the whole time <laughs> <laughs> we had each other's throats a lot and, and I think it was it was more of we'll just for sort of I don't know fighting for Jade's love more I think I don't know what it was like when and she was a, you know she was a feisty character at times and, and that during that stage I was I I wasn't completely aware of my thoughts and emotions as well and I was reacting to her and she was reacting to me and then but I'm so thankful for those last few weeks that we we, we grew really close with each other Wendy and I and and the night that she passed, we, like Jade was, it was about three o'clock in the morning. So Jade was with her brother Luke, and we were sitting in the room, and they were so tired. And I was just like, guys, and her mum was just laying there. And I said, guys, just please, just go to sleep. You know, you you react like we'll have. I'll, I'll sit up and with your mum and be with your mum. And and they both got a cot inside the Calvary, and Jade was to my right, Luke was to my left, and in the moment each of them passed out, I looked at her mum, and her mum just took a last breath and I I remember like just waking you up Jade mm, waking you up heavy. Was it? and I just said and I just remember your sweet little face just looking up at me like just oh, his mama, and I just said she's gone and yeah just that that moment but how beautiful was that moment do you it remember it was yeah it was um do you remember yeah it was pretty pretty surreal and I think that you know it was yeah that that probably those times made it even more significant to us yeah outlined even more so that even though we loved each other we weren't in love with each other like yeah. we were there with each other Big time. And, uh, we both you... went through massive yeah. emotional time after that obviously even do, do, but just back to that night though sorry I, I just want to touch on that night I know you want to get, get past it <laughs> And do you remember just sitting there like it, it and it was a big one for, like I like without you know, I don't wanna whatever I'll say it. I would seen dead bodies in the past quite a bit. Mm. A few things have happened in my past. You obviously you guys have heard my story, read my book. But sitting there with her mum and being after us going on that spiritual journey together, it was just like a, I know we're all crying and I just stopped for a second, and I said, Guys, can you feel that? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful because it was so still and it was a massive realization that you know this this life isn't it because wendy was gone the soul was completely gone and 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 the body being there it was just it was a shell remember that yeah it was very it was a big moment for me to realize that my mom was gone when like I, you could feel her, she was her. gone yeah, right? she was gone. she wasn't was dead no she wasn't her. dead she was gone right mm. and it's just a shell yeah yeah and well, I think for, for both of us, it was, a, it was a big, like, it was just, it was big. Well, like, as we talked about that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, we got a bit heavy there, guys, but 
uh, yeah. Uh, so after that, we we oh, what has so yeah. What again? The stuff with business, we just saved our business. We just saved it, and, but still no money. Like there was there was times where we'd miss out on dinners. Remember, mm-hmm. we, there's times we'd we'd drive home. We'd be working seventeen hours a day, six seven days a week, and there was m- not nights where we couldn't even afford dinner. Like we'd on the outside, people were seeing us. Like oh, they're going so good, and we were. We had some great relationships at the gym, and we were loving what we we're doing. But like, again, I'm not going to go into too much in the business because we're going to talk about a complete episode on on what happened there. But things were struggling for us. Like we had no money. We had his mum had just died when they went bankrupt. So like this this was a huge strain on our relationship as as lovers. But it was it was a it was stronger for us as as a couple. Now let's fast forward about two years after getting married. We we hadn't had like I was twenty. 27 at this stage and there was and there was moments there where I went 12 months without having sex and so <laughs> so did Jake well maybe <laughs> right <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, okay and and we're both so you know so trusting of each other so and and I wouldn't even send a sus text to somebody or a fake hug whatever and and, and so during in my being in my mid to late 20s and no sex it's like there's something obviously missing in my life and and same same as Jade she was a beautiful girl. She still is, and and I'm a hot guy. I still am. And you throw that in. Yeah, like that. And so we had this massive thing missing in our lives, and we could have kidded. Like we could still be together now. Like a lot of, uh, I'll get to that in a second. But we could still be together now because again, we we we're great connection with each other. But there was that passion missing in our lives, and you need that passion. Jade, I agree. I think. Um passion is absolutely necessary in a relationship um can can it can you grow on it like did, did we beings. did we drop the ball and could you can you can you grow on that can you learn to grow on that um i look you know what this is where it's uh, everyone does what they need to do um they they do what's best for them and for me personally i i didn't want to live like that and neither did you and i remember at our wedding and mum Mum did a speech and one of the things that she said is my daughter will always choose happiness. Um, No matter what it takes, she'll always choose happiness. And that's one thing that she loved about me. And you're the same. Like we we just choose happiness. We need to do what's right for us. And I think, so yeah. During that stage though, we weren't, we like, we choose happiness for sure. I think we've, we've, that's our main priority now. But during that stage, we still didn't know what that meant. Because I think there's like a lot of social pressure out there. You know, you feel like, you feel like marriage is, you know, maybe there is a certain way or relationships in, in general, like maybe things do suffer as time goes on and maybe that's okay. And so there's so much Got to put up with the bad times forward, and, backward and yeah. forward with these thoughts and what, you know, what other people would do in this situation and, you know. You've got um, to work on it. And, work. and we did, we did though. We, we, we went to, remember we went to the counsellor? We did. So there was a couple, you know, a couple of strains on our relationship that happened and, and we went to a counsellor to, to, to talk about, what was going on in our lives because we, I loved her. She loved me and we, we, we wanted to make it work. And, and so the counselor recommended a couple of things, uh, to try to get our spark back together. And we tried everything. <laughs> we, are this, a uh, heavy, a heavy sort of, I'll just, again, be completely open with you guys. A heavy, uh, decision we made was to, to try to sleep with another partner. <laughs> I wondered if you were going to bring that up. Right. Yeah. And it, as a guy, like hearing that, like I, it was it was torn during that stage. I was like, definitely, fuck, fuck yeah, like I get to go and have this passionate sex with somebody, and that just blew my mind. That excited the hell out of me. But then I was like, hang on a second, that's 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 not right. I'm married. 
like society like society and my deep ingrained belief systems about life and what you can can and can't do when you're in a relation no that's not right but hang on a second oh, what would sex give me maybe would that would it give me this spark back because we we'll, we lost our spark not only with our relationship but we lost our spark in general right don't you think in life in life yeah. because there's no passion that we just fell into this uh getting out and this routine and and like there was no spark. I was, I was bloody grey white because I wouldn't go out in the sun, and I was this just wouldn't wasn't looking after myself. And Jade, like, like we just weren't looking after like looking after ourselves physically, mate. Like we we're still into our personal development, but we lost our spark for life. We weren't going out. We and and not not going out. Not saying that partying and stuff, but we weren't even going out for lunches and going out. And so we lost our spark. And and hearing that idea of sleeping with another partner. It excited me, but it still rocked me to the core. And, and we won't get into too much detail, but we we both did that, All right? And that I'm not, I don't know about you, but that first that first passionate moment was just it was like get fucked. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what it was like? We well, we talked about this a lot and backtracking a little bit. Um. Uh. Do you remember when we? went to that uh, Buddhism talk in Paddington Town Hall and it talked about attachment, you know, and we was really getting into that attachment and just, yes. you know, um, making sure that we were kind of living that way and that came into the conversation a lot, remember? So yes, that's kind of right. what, you know, we were talking about this. It really rung truth for us. That, so oh. we're talking about attachment. Attachment, like the, the root cause of all pain, is attachment so attachment to life scared of death attachment to your partner scared of separating attachment to to your body scared of whatever so attachment to this current situation we're we're scared of it changing attachment attachment to outcomes is is the attachment to outcomes especially right mm-hmm. is the is the cause of most pain and we that really rang true with us both of us remember we we had Big a really time. and and even just of me owning you and you owning that's me right it's, and, she's she's mine and yeah. I'm hers but. And and not only that, but attachment to attachment to society's idea of of perfection or idea of happiness. So our attachment to our, our relationship was okay. Sing, like you obviously stay together, you completely and one partner, picket fence, dog, kid, live together forever, die in each other's arms. Right. That's 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 what's what society's really attached to. Right. That's that's what a relationship is, and that's the way it should be. And that we were attached to that idea. When that started falling apart, that's 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 where that pain came from because they were attached to that. But when you drop your attachments to outcomes, attachments to society's rules of happiness, and you drop your drop your attachments to the way things should be, the way things should be actually happen. Mm. Does yeah. that make Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. Sorry. Keep going. Could so you have done it, said it any better became, than that? No. <laughs> <laughs> so we basically just both became rogues compared to, That's I right. guess, like That's what right, society. Yeah. And we're both like a bull, bull out of a gate too, by the way. <laughs> Here we go. Passion times a thousand. So yeah, so I think for like going back to that, like when we decided that, I guess, effectively we would have, let's say, an open marriage. Yeah. That's what our idea was to start with. Yeah. Um, but then it just got weird. <laughs> yeah. She's like, but how I, do I look? Yeah, you look great. He's definitely going to want to have sex with you. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I was like, this isn't Hang right. That feels a bit weird. Yeah, but, um, yeah. It just didn't feel like, I think. Uh, but it was the moment. It was the moment that we, we needed both that. had. We both had, obviously, with different people. And we came back to each other and we were like, okay, that's what 
it's meant to be like to a certain degree. Not, I don't know if that's what uh, you know because it's there's always the honeymoon period. There's always anything new is always going to be. That's why ten- I said to a certain degree. Yeah, everything new is yeah. going to be always exciting. New yeah. sex, like even with us at the start, sex, like everything new is going to be going to be great. I think it was more just our deep seated realization that we weren't in love as yeah we yeah, weren't in love totally, as yeah there's so many elements to that but one of them being that okay wow we've had sex with somebody else and we haven't had sex like that with each other yeah but that's just that's really just surface that's just, that just that's just surface oh yeah. you know still still getting but i think listeners as well some that have been in, in marriages for, for quite some time and, and I, I commend you all it's great and but i think some listeners will, will be maybe the idea that you know you just just don't give up. Like it's a relationship isn't going to be always roses and and but we didn't like it was we didn't just give up. We tried everything and but some people as well think that you know you've got to work through the hard times and and you're not always going and it's not always going to feel that passionate love for each other. But we didn't even have glimpses of glimpses of that. Right, we knew deep down, and and I think everybody knows deep down if a relationship's true or not. But again, society's rules are what force people together. Yeah, like we're not certainly not out there to tell everyone to. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. To not be in marriages, but it's it is more about um, making sure that it's taking you know, care of number one. Yeah, yeah, and also that you know if something doesn't you know with us, we can look back honestly now and say it didn't feel right. Yeah, so if it doesn't feel right, then it's most likely not right. I know that's yeah. a very simple way of saying no, it. No, you're right. There's a lot of you're right. <laughs> if it doesn't feel right, it's not right. Children, right. Especially people That's the children, big one. That's the big you know, one. So we're, yeah, I definitely would, yeah, not be recommending that everyone go and do this. But I, I guess for us, like we, we just ultimately knew, didn't we? And, um, and everybody knows though. Everybody, everybody yeah. knows, but people even like, let's, let's, get to this for a second let's fast forward for a second we so we separated right there was still heavy times there like we we're crying there was oh heavy God, yeah it was time. heavy like we felt uh, like failures at some point because again society quote unquote yeah and, and not only that like <clears throat> like it took down i was like i'm losing i thought i was gonna lose you yeah you know yeah, like we're gonna was, lose it yeah lose it lose you to another guy or lose you to just whatever and there was moments there where we did have some some big tears and it was some arguments and and yeah. there was at that stage and and I love it did come because there was people in our in our surrounding in, environment and stuff like this that uh, you know we heard down the grapevine that were talking shit about us right yeah that that part can make things a little especially when you're you're feeling a bit vulnerable you're feeling a bit you know you're emotional and there's some big changes and sometimes you're still on the fence you're not sure if what you're doing is right and you know. The people that you expect, let's just say, and maybe that's just my expectations, but the people that you think that will be around you um, to, I guess, be there for you, not even just to be there for you, but just to not talk shit about you. Yeah, um, yeah they, some people just, yeah, they, they don't do that. And Yeah, we lost, some, we, lost some, we lost some so-called friends during that stage. Uh, but, but when you look at it, uh, uh, so often people in our lives are only people in our lives because it suits the current situation, meaning that us as a couple suited them as a couple so we could be couples together. But when our couples broke down, us being singular people, they didn't like that. And that's cool. Everyone's on their own journey, not, not out to hate. You know, it was just an observation for us. And it actually made us stronger together as well because we would right. actually talk about like, Don't talk shit about my things. girl. Oh, hang on a sec. She's not my girl anymore. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we it brought us closer together, didn't it? Really? For sure. And we went through a lot of learning together because we would constantly oh, be talking to each other. Big time. Um, but and we were always like 
the honesty was something that for us that's right was a big thing yeah yeah sure and there was there was some interesting stages during that time like jade started seeing a guy i started seeing a girl as well and and jade you know it was and long story short they didn't work out each relationship didn't work out mine didn't work out so we're obviously living in different places at this stage but I was seeing Jade getting hurt and I was, you know, caring for her and just really looking out for her. And people people were like, oh, you guys are going to get back together. You guys are perfect for each other. You guys are just having a break. And I was like, no, guys, that's not happening. Oh, you guys still sleeping together? I was like, we weren't sleeping together when we were married. We're not going to be sleeping, <laughs> sleeping together now. It's not still sleeping if you weren't sleeping back then. Anyways, and and I could see, you know, you, you went through some heavy st- periods and I, and I really felt and I, and I just cared for you massive amounts and, and again people are like how can you still speak to her like and I'm like she's she's still somebody in my life that was through we went through so much together we went through so much drama so much love so much happiness so much you know all these experiences and what I'm just going to give that up because now a piece of paper says we're not married anymore well it's, it doesn't say that yet because we're still married but and all because other, and, and and during this stage as well a lot of people that we spoke to well, like oh, I would have done, or I would have split up from hubby years ago if, if it wasn't for the kids, or I would have, I can't can't split up. We got the house and all this sort of shit, and people living in these relationships for 10, 20 years when they're not even happy, and that's something that we didn't want, right? And I think that we, we've carried that in our relationship, in, in our you know, in, in our whole lives now. Now, yeah. In anything, if it, if somebody's a friend isn't in our thing, okay, I don't want this. If if a relationship, okay, I don't want this. Whatever it is, I think. You know, we still work on things. We don't give up. It's not like we just give up and that's it. We still work on things, but we're not going to stick around if it's not fucking magic. Mm. That was one thing we always spoke about, didn't we? Yeah, that's right. Because we deserve magic. Everybody deserves magic. Yeah. And we heard so many times from people during this stage, oh, I would have done it years ago, but hubby this or wifey this or, you know, and, and people cheating on each other's back, behind back, each other's backs, you know, to try get, to still maintain that spark and then coming home. And that's not my thing. Yeah, that's their journey. That's it, yeah. That's, that's fine, but it's not a uh, that's not us. life for us. Yeah, and so Jade separated from Matey. I separated from a girl, and, and Jade had a house, and I, and I was in a unit. You know, I was like, you know, you know you're know, you like my best friend. Like, you got a spare room. I'm coming back. So we moved back in with each other in separate rooms. And again, people were like, oh, you're living together again? You're going to be sleeping together? I'm like, we're not. It'll be, like, it's, it's, it's not what society... Like, it's not what... We don't base our whole lives on what other people think, firstly, but that's not what we're doing. Like, I wouldn't lie, and it's not none of, no, nobody's business, except all you listeners. <laughs> but we we weren't sleeping together. And sometimes, like, I was in the spare room, Jay was in her room. Sometimes, you know, she'd have someone over, and I could hear her doing her best in there. Luke! And I was just, like, I was the same. So, like, so, and, but it was... But that just goes to show how, how much our relationships progressed as friends is we'd go to Coogee Pavilion together picking up and she'd be my wingman or my wingwoman and I'll be the same. And she, like, because we're, when you drop attachment, she's not mine. I'm not her. People are like, aren't you jealous when you see that? No, I'm not because she's her own beautiful soul and I'm the same. I'm not, I'm not hers. She's not mine. And when you drop that attachment to things, like that's where jealousy drops. That's where that's where you can get true true connection from because you're not you're not attaching yourself to who this person should be or what that how they should be serving you. Yeah, definitely. We just we just uh, we want each other to be happy, and yeah. that's all that life is is happiness. And you know, 
it doesn't make me happy to be a certain way. I mean, I remember when we first, first broke up, it was really breaking through that, wasn't it? Because we both went through a little stage of ego where it was kind of like, um, feeling this way about, you know, you doing this and, you know, you would say to me, hang on, we need to break through this. This is not where we're at anymore. And so, so can, no, no, so can you repeat that? What do you mean? So remember when, when we first um, broke up, going back to that stage as well, you know, we were both, this was something that was really new for us. We we're both out of our comfort zone. We we're both feeling quite vulnerable, yeah. unsure. Because we, we were together desires. for like seven years, right? Like Yeah, we had desires. We had, you know, we we're excited. We had all of these different emotions coming true, up. True, true, true. And even though, you know, you were going to leave the house and you were doing your thing and I was going to leave the house and doing my thing there would be this element of owning inside that attachment like hang on what is how no he shouldn't be doing this or you know maybe towards me you shouldn't be doing this or there were so many but we would actually talk about that we'd go no like you know we'd come back together and be like okay you know what no this didn't work out but it's okay yeah. You know, and we went through so many things like that, just learning with each other about attachment and our own happiness. We just kept saying, you know what, it's okay that it didn't work out. That's We're right. allowed to be happy. That's right. And it is like we talk about so much, like with our personal development, you know, you are what you say you are. And we really coached ourselves through that period. And I've done that with loads of breakups. Yeah. <laughs> but and and loads in life as well, you know, you are what you say you are. So I think that, you know, we we helped each other out because we made sure like we were both on the same level mentally the whole way through. Correct. Yeah. You know, um, and just wanting to see each other happy. And that's, that was our biggest goal. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful. And, and I think we, it was, we had an advantage point cause we, we had, um, like we were behind enemy lines with each other. Like if I was on Tinder, I go, is this photo any good for my, for my profile <laughs> photo? Like, yeah, I'll go that, and then you're the same. And or should I say this? Uh, and you're like, no, that's it. Oh, good. And it was funny. We're sort of playing, and and coming out of our relationship, we did get sucked back in ego a bit. Yeah. Don't you think? Like we did get definitely. We, we're going out. We're, yeah. we're on Tinder. We were um, okay. No, don't post that you photo. You me on Tinder, by the way. Yeah, that's right. So we're sitting, we're sitting together on Tinder with each other. Like that's how our relationship got, and and we're having so much fun together as friends doing this, and. And yeah, we did get stuck back in ego a lot because, you know, all of a sudden, all of a sudden that we could, we could respond to people that liked us all of a sudden, hang on, I'm not going to post that photo because I'm going to look like I want this person to like me, you know, because we, we, although we, we, we got our passion, we passion back in our lives. I think we regressed spiritually. We definitely, uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. And for quite some time for me, actually, I lost myself. Yeah. Um, I lost myself while I was finding myself, let's just say, because I had probably oh, a year of um, absolute partying, let's just say. Yep. Um, so, same, same, same as me. Yeah. Like, to be frank, guys, I was going out as well, partying and carrying on. Yeah. And so that was that was great. And there were a lot of learning, that, a lot of learnings that come from that. But yeah, I would certainly say that my spirituality side uh, essentially got put to the side, yeah. but also just on the, the fact, you know, you're talking about Tinder before, like we're both on it together. Like people would say to me, like, how do you, how is that okay? And how, do you know what? There's, there was so many people that I just How's said, what how okay? is, like we would sit there together and yeah. be on Tinder and joke around and look at this photo and look at this chick and what this chick said to that to me, or this guy said that to me, what does it mean? And, you know, you know, all about 
my life and my sex life and I pretty much know all about yours yeah. because we're that close and Correct. people don't get how that can be okay and it's like you know what there's only one thing that stops that the attachment that we have if we want to put it there that we were once husband and wife that's right and it's just bullshit it's absolute bullshit Correct. like so it's so easy for us or so easy for anyone when you drop all of that shit just let it all go that's right and it is what it is it's easier said than done like it's totally. i think it, it comes down to the individual's personal emotional intelligence and development don't you think first and spiritual development i do and i i do know i do feel for people that um, sorry a lot of it comes to even my parents as well a lot of it comes down to our parents because like, we don't want to yeah we don't want to affect our parents like because they like of, of what they feel we should be well, my parents are still together and you know they're yeah they've got a beautiful they've got a beautiful relationship yeah and you know they were crushed yeah, they when we separated yeah and like oh you guys will get back to it but and and I think that's what a lot of people worry about. It's not them thinking about themselves and what how this is going to better their lives. All that it's they're thinking straight away. Okay, how's it going to affect this person? How's it going to affect that person? Oh, what about the house? Kids. Yeah, I get that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think things would have been different if we had kids? Um, can I just say probably not for us because yeah. I mean we've we haven't probably spoken about this ever to anyone but we at one stage we did say okay if we don't have kids in five years time and you want kids and you know we'll have kids we'll together. together yeah um we also said that we would go through ivf because i'm not having sex, with not having sex. <laughs> <laughs> see and people don't get that yeah, we are yeah. so on brother and sister terms yeah now. that's right best friend terms is just ridiculous people are like she's banging why don't you want to have sex with her i'm like man it's it's not what it's, it's about not, yeah and, and and talking back to ego ego like falling back in the ego like after we separated, so a lot we're having like ego sex, right? We're just like, okay, she looks great, I want to have sex with her. He looks great, I want to have sex with him. And and surface level, there was a bit of fun, but deep down, I could feel my soul crumbling. Mm. Right, I could feel me getting away. From, okay, I'm, I'm falling back into this shit again. This isn't me anymore. Like this was me of the past. And and I, I heard a podcast recently, and you know, having ego sex is just like masturbating, but using somebody else. Mm using someone else to masturbate and it's exactly what it is it's it's using somebody else to to please you it's not it's not pl- and and it's empty it's empty yeah and although there were times as well where i'd fall for, like i'd i was like bang this pain like i'd and and someone would fall for me but it was deep down there was i wasn't looking for a relationship and i'm, I'm probably still not i don't know what like it's probably still a, a thing that i have to work on why are you single now um, Putting it back on you. <laughs> Get yeah. that shit off me. <laughs> well, I've been single now for two and a half years, probably a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I'm probably in the best and happiest stage of my life, feeling mm. really independent, but not in like a, let's say, in an egotistical way. Like I'm really, um, what's the word I'm trying to, I'm just really strong on my own. And I really. A free spirit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel for the first time in my whole life, like I've had a very unsettling kind yeah, of... You have. You've been through some shit, man. You know, everyone has. I totally get that. Um, but, you know, if the spotlight's on me for a second, I, I really feel like I never got this stage of my life earlier. So I'm really what happy. What stage? What do you mean? Um, Just independence, travel, freedom. Yeah. Um, How good are our, our Byron trips away? Yeah, and just... I, I honestly thought that when I kind of separated from my last relationship that I 
I didn't know if, let's say, relationships were right for me, and this is probably a whole new podcast, but I, I watched a couple of things on monogamy and, you know, what, what life is about and, you know, um, we're spiritual beings, we're sexual beings, and I wasn't sure that that was for me. Since then, I've met a couple of people that have triggered something within me, which is which has been really nice to feel that towards where someone you, where, again. Where you could have a fit. Where I could actually feel like, wow, I'm falling for this person. Yeah. And that, that's, that's felt really nice. And it's just, even though it didn't work out with them, it's kind of just shown me what's, okay, yes, that it is there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. It gives you hope. I don't know about hope. You oh. don't need to feel sorry for me, but. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hope doesn't mean so. It gives you hope. But. That's what I mean. Like it, it kind of. I would say it more. Just I don't know has, what just happened, but yeah. Yeah, I would say it just more has given me a different um, perspective, and I like as I'm growing, my perspectives change. It yeah, changing. beautiful. Um, you know, doors are opening, some doors are closing, and again, not in a negative way. It's just the way that life is flowing. So I'm, yeah. I'm just feeling really fucking good right now. Yeah, <laughs> and why rock that boat, right? Um, I don't know if it's see. This is where you and I have our differences. Yeah, see, you hear that? Yeah, the language. Why rock that boat, huh? Um, so see, I, I again, this is perspective for me. Somebody would just be adding to my life, like you know, somebody comes into my field. See, I've got the opposite. That's fucked. It's not. It's just where you're at. Yeah, yeah, nice, and that's okay. Um, so just, just, just touching on that, like my, like coming out of the relationship with Jade, you know, I. I, I looking at photos as well of me back then, you know, it's not the superficial thing. It's in the eyes that and, and, and the soul that I look at. And, and I, lo- I lost my spark. Like, although I was developing spiritually, but I, I lost my happiness. And I've never been this happy like Jade as well in, in my entire life. And it continues every day because I am working on my spirituality. I am working on my personal development, on my being myself a lot more. I am getting passionate sex every now and again. And... And my idea was, okay, and what I've attached to a relationship, what I'm, again, I've spoken about it in, in a previous podcast, what, what I'm, what I attach to a relationship is something that takes me, takes away from that. Because that's what happened in my previous relationships rather than something that adds to that. And it's something that I need to work on. And it's something that, that's going to be ongoing. Mm-hmm. What do you need to work on, Jade? Um, I feel there's still, I feel like it's never ending. Let's just say right now. Um, probably just reprogramming the way that I operate on a daily basis, you know, coming out of a, um, pretty stressful period. Um, I tend not to kind of, sounds weird, I guess, but I don't breathe deeply enough. I don't relax enough. I'm very kind of stuck in the hustle. Yeah. And that's not who I am anymore. And that's why. Again, you know, another podcast that we're going to yeah, be doing about do. punchies, but you know, um, or even just that life. Let's just say, um, not even putting it to a label, like you know, just I just don't want that life anymore for me. I want a really chilled, relaxing. But I still love business and I still want to do my thing. But for me, it's reprogramming my day to day is something that's really big for me. And mm, yeah, nice. Yeah, enjoying my little, moments. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, yeah, enjoying my moments a little bit more. Yeah. Do you remember talking about that? Do you remember the, the letter your mum left you when she was coming to clean the gym? Yeah. The little post-it note? It's actually still in my wallet. I keep it laminated in my wallet. I've laminated it. It so, was falling apart. So during this stage, Jade's mum was cleaning cleaning the gym. And this is when we're stuck in the stress. And like again, 
Jade's mum could see that we'd have to borrow money off her for dinners and we were struggling big time. And Jade's mum left a little post-it note. What the post-it note say? Make time um, for your mum once a week when she does the cleaning here, something like yeah, that. Take your mom, yeah. yeah, take your mum for lunch. Have, have lunch with your mum yeah, once a week. Yeah, something like that. But it was just a... It was more the significance of that, that yeah. she needed to leave me a note that really opened my eyes. And that was a few years ago now, but obviously she's no longer here. She's been gone for five years this year. But yeah, it's something that I keep in my wallet to remind myself that you're never too busy for the important things. Yeah, wow. And I don't, by the way, I don't look back on that and feel bad for it. That's one thing that I don't, I don't have regrets when it comes to things like that. I just look at them like lessons, little life lessons, little things that are thrown your way and you either take it or leave it. Yeah. And it's, I think it's, I think that's stuck with you and I think that's what's, that's what's coming to fruition now. Mm. Yeah. This is what I've been working towards. I feel like I'm actually finally at a stage where um, I've been working towards this for so long and now I'm actually here. So now it's kind of like ready to enjoy it. And yeah, in terms of relationships, is it's something that I guess I've got to work on a little bit more as well. We both, yeah, we both do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. And we both deserve, deserve magic. Yeah, and it comes more from our... We should get back together. <laughs> 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 Told you what was going to happen. Everyone was like, no, it's not happening. Yeah. yeah. You wish. You wish. And so... so a bit of a you know uh, an overview. The reason why we separated was because we lost a spark, and you know we knew we deserved better, not not deserved better in, in people wise, because we we just deserve to be happier, mm. and that's what it comes down to. And we and we've, ha- we've we've got that happiness now, and that's why and how we can still remain friends and and best friends is because we oh, she's not mine, I'm not hers, and jealousy comes from attachment to to people, and she's again I'm not attached because everything in this world everything. Everything's just brief. Everything's just fleeting. Nothing's permanent. And when you really feel that, that not even life is permanent because it's gone. A car you're sitting in, it's not per- Nothing is permanent in this life. And when you really feel that to the core and live by that, you drop the shoulders and realize this moment, everything in this moment, this stress, this happiness, anything isn't permanent. And it makes you realize, what the fuck are we worried about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Learn from... Enjoy the contrast. Yeah, that's right. But choose your happiness. And that's and just before we finish, that our relationship was us. There was to have the ability of contrast. Mm. And every relationship is, and you can pick it. Okay, I don't want that in a relationship. You don't have to put up with it. Mm. Work on it, but if it still sticks around, you don't have to put up with shit. Okay, so in your next relationship or whatever it is, look for the things. But generally, when we're looking for things in other people, it's a reflection of us. So you have got to work on yourself first. Mm. So get used to being alone. It's okay. Don't jump from relationship to relationship. Spend some time alone. Be single. Live it up and enjoy yourselves. Jade, thank you so much. Thank you. Now, lastly, before we go, because I really need to go to the toilet. Do you do too? Yeah, yeah. I do in my interview with Felicity, I asked her a question at the end. Do you have a question for me? Do you know what? I've been thinking about this for two days. And Jade asked, actually asked me this morning, do you want me to tell you what it is before? And I said, no, just hit me with this shit. Yeah, and I thought it was... Um, so this could come across initially really superficial, but I'm... That's I'm, not like you. Fuck <laughs> but I mean this from like a really deep level. Um, because I obviously talk to you all the time. Yes. Um, and I know... 
I feel like I know more about you than anyone else. And yep. I know these things, there's certain things that you need to work on. But a lot of people from the outside in would look at you like right now, like you're this this person that's just, you know, fully got their shit together. And even though you mention here, there and everywhere that you've got, you know, little things that you're working on and all this sort of stuff. But what is one massive thing that you feel that you need to work on to be able to be the best version of you in the next five years? Oh, wow. It, I, I don't know if I... The, the easy, the easy uh, answer to that is probably the same one that I had with Felicity, is the relationships. The relationships. And I think... What is that going to bring you, though? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, what do I see? What was the question? So, what do I need? What do I need to work on? Yeah, what's one big thing that you need to work on to make sure that you get to your best self in the next five years? I I feel right now, like we said before, I'm I'm at the best stage of my life. Mm -hmm. I'm extremely happy. Mm -hmm. Life. Hmm. Even like <sighs> these these last two years, there's there's been a like, and it it comes down. I think it does come back again to relationships. Yeah, I've chased a lot of girls, mm -hmm. and I've been searching for. The perfect partner, but I don't, not even the perfect partner. I've been surfing, searching for like the perfect passion, the perfect sex, the perfect looks, and that was like the first year or so. But I think it, this, you know, we've been speaking these last couple of days, and even these last few months, like this, I've, I've found a new space in my life now, away from that as well. Like I've, so it's. It's again my attachment. It comes back to my attachment to relationships, to mm. to to a loving relationship. Yeah. Yeah. What that means for you. What that, what that brings me. to your life. What that brings to my life. Yeah. And what it brings to my life, but at the moment I've got what it takes away from it. What it takes away. Yeah. That's my focus. Is it takes it's. Okay, I can't go to Byron with all my friends because how am I going to pick up? Mm. How am I going to have that spark if I see a girl across? Because I love, like, it was it was a thing for me as well because coming out of, at the end of when I met you, it was when I just started getting fit. Remember, I lost all that weight. Mm -hmm. So I, I jumped straight into a relationship. And then being with you that whole time, it was obviously you for five, six years, whatever, seven years. And then coming out as the best I've looked in my entire life, like physically, right? And in, throughout my entire life, I've never had, like, like, I still did my best and stuff, but I'd never have... I never had uh, like attention from girls. I'd never have somebody that that would go, oh, "I like him. Like he looks alright." Like or or somebody at the gym would be checking me out. Look I've at his body. Look at it. Yeah, I've yeah. never had that. I've never had that, and all of a sudden I'm getting that. And and I associate getting into a, into a relationship to losing that again. Mm. You know, because I I for me it was like okay, she's and I I, I loved that. The thrill of walking up to a girl in the street, you know, you've seen, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, mm. I'll, and just 
starting a conversation and, and getting the takeaway out for lunch or something and then do it again and the next day to somebody new or you know and, and i love that because throughout my life i never experienced somebody that liked me because of me so it's proof that it's proving to yourself sorry it's proving to yourself when you do that that yeah i've, I've, I've got this it's well, i think it's 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 easy it's ego yeah 100 percent. it's 100 percent ego but I feel like that's okay. That's okay for sure, for sure. For yeah. sure, I'm I'm a big like I've spoken in in previous podcasts. I'm a big believer in in playing on both sides, mm. and I do I do that well in a healthy way. In a healthy good. way, but have I hurt people along this way? Hurt hurt girls? Yes, I have. You know, I've I, I've been honest throughout this stage. Though. I've told told girls I'm not after, after a relationship, but but. I go. Well, I'm. I'm still. I'm still open minded. I'm still like sharing my emotions with people and stuff like that. And I think we. Yeah. I still get that connection with people. But I'm not after a relationship. Call me selfish for that. I'm sorry. I, I guess I am in certain aspects. Yeah, but I. Yeah, it's it's something that, like I said, for twenty something years of my life, I never didn't even have my shirt off because yeah. I was overweight and obese. And now all of a sudden, I can walk down the beach and get get checked out. And for me, it's it is a bit of a boost. It is like a confidence thing because it's one thing that I lacked in my past and I, I don't know if it's going to take a while to fulfill that and for me to get over it or or not even get over it but I want how can I how can I bring that into a relationship mm. and I did a I did a, 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 a like a workshop on 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 I think it was called cosmic orgasms but it wasn't about sex it was about being like it was still sex but uh what you brought into relationship and and, and it came back to me was my confidence, my lacking confidence, I, and the reason why I liked going up and speaking to a girl in the street was bang, made me feel confident. And then I'd get into get into with this, like on surface level, a beautiful person, like still beautiful on the inside, but I was going for that surface level thing because, and then people would see me with this beautiful person, and it boosted my confidence, and I'd want to show them off. And it was me, but boosting my confidence, boosting my confidence, because again, I didn't have it in the past, and all of a sudden I've got all this confidence. But then that person I was with, in in. In, this is what I picked up in, in the workshop. That person I was with, all of a sudden, everyone knew I was with this person. People saw me with this person, and then okay, where's my my confidence? Isn't isn't I wasn't gaining any more confidence out of this because it, 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 it had run its race. Stop serving. Yeah. yeah. So now, okay, who who else can I get? Somebody new. Oh, so the boys. Oh, you got someone new. Oh, check her out. Look at this new girl, and and that was more confidence. And I'd, I'd speak to the guys. Look who I got. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was another one for me, and it was a big journey. And I've detached myself from that, like my yeah, yeah big time. Yeah, some big changes. I've made some big changes. Like, don't get me wrong, I still love beautiful people, beautiful souls, but now it's 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 gone back to the deeper level again. Yeah. And it's but I, I don't want still don't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. I don't want to at the moment. I've got a lot of work to do, obviously. Yeah. And that's one thing that I'm going to work on, continue. Yeah. So shit, it's the same thing that keeps coming up, yeah. isn't it? It's exciting. It is exciting. It's going to be exciting to see. Like, you've already changed so much in the last six months. Um, That's right. Yeah, it's just you're hearing your language around it. Not that I'm saying it's wrong or right, because who am I to say? That's right. But it's how... You're my wife. (laughs) (laughs) It's, um, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch you. Thank you, Jade. Thank you for for the question, obviously. And and I think speaking about it more and more, it's going to open it up more and more for me. And it's going to keep girls further and further away from me. Great <laughs> <laughs> city over here. No, and I, I spoke to Felicity. I know that there's been like, yeah, there's. there's I just think even you know with us chatting before, and you you said that that small little thing that in little that comment. way, yeah, yeah. But it's fine because we all have associations, right? We, uh, you know, I, I do PT and 
body transformations and I see it all the time the way that people talk about food or the way they talk about training or and it's about changing all of that um and once that changes then everything else changes you know right now in your life you're not particularly after a relationship and that's okay it's just I guess what it, the atta- what, what it means to you yeah. the, the association is My the biggest attachment thing. to a relationship yeah you're right yeah even though this interview was about did I talk too much throughout this or was it pretty even it was great yeah it I was, think it was really cool yeah, too yeah it was like just like our normal conversations to be quite honest <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you so much Jade for 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 joining me and I'm looking forward to other well, no no I'm not looking forward to other episodes I'm really appreciative of this moment and this episode yeah nice me too thanks okay. for having me how, how can people find you oh Instagram yeah oh my Instagram yeah, yeah fuck, <laughs> dickhead hey I'm not used to this yeah, okay yeah, fire it away um Jade Patricia so that's my Instagram that, that's it Jade Patricia Jade it, Patricia is there extra A's on the end or anything oh there is thank you for pointing that out that's I okay. think there's a couple I just can't quite remember that's okay Jade Patricia I'll, I'll, I'll put a link in the in the, in the the podcast anyways and again thank you so much Jade thanks for having me I'm looking forward to being friends forever same I love you love you well guys <laughs> that's another episode of the, uh, the Stab Ego Project I thank you so much for joining us Always open to feedback. Always open uh, to listening to your thoughts. Share the podcast. Leave a review, please. I've got like 25 reviews and there's thousands of listeners. That's not, that's a shit average, guys. Please leave a review on iTunes, on, on Spotify. I don't think you can leave a review on Spotify, but jump on iTunes, please. There's the .au one and the .com. Please just spend five minutes and hook a brother up. I appreciate it again, guys. I'm going to continue working on my association to love and I hope you continue working on yourselves. I love you so much. Peace out.